gaffer tape is quite literally, apart from my laptop, the second most important thing I carry with me <laughs> everywhere to live a travel freedom lifestyle. This is the $5 Planet Travel Podcast. I'm Tomo. And I'm Megzi. And we bring you the formula to discover travel freedom. Step one, learn the secrets of affordable long-term travel. Every Thursday, we'll show you how we travel the world in style, full-time, for as little as $300 per person per month. Step two, learn how to create enough online income to support your travel lifestyle. Every Monday, we interview digital entrepreneurs who reveal the methods they use to get paid wherever they are in the world. So join us twice a week for Money Mondays and Travel Thursdays and discover travel freedom on the $5 Planet Travel Podcast. This is Travel Thursdays, episode 005, and we're in Athens. In today's episode, we talk to Demetra from Visit Greece about the importance of food and drink in Greek culture. If there is not enough food left on the table after the dinner is over, this means that we didn't order enough. And we get a taste of Greek hospitality for ourselves. Before we'd even sat down, they'd literally already put a couple of shots in our hands. You never know what it is. It's some clear death beverage that's super strong and just burns the back of your eyeballs <laughs> as you're drinking it. So, hello everybody. Hello! <laughs> Today's topic, your possessions are your prison. That's what we're talking about. And what is this about? Well, let's ask you some important questions first. How much do you spend every month? Yeah, how much do you need to earn to keep your head above water? What do you have to do in your life that you would prefer not to in order to maintain your current lifestyle? So imagine if you could save $7,000, quit your job, and then have the next 10 months just to focus on becoming an internet superstar, would that be better than perpetuating your current situation? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but also, you know, do you really need all the stuff that you have in your house right now? We travel at the moment, we just went carry-on only, and we've got about 10 kilos each. That's it. Clothes. We've got two laptops, toiletries, some useful bits and pieces. I uh, gaffer tape. Gaff tape. Gaffer tape you have to travel with. That yeah. is something you can never give up. We have fixed shoes. We have fixed radiators. Bags. Bags. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Everything. Shower heads. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Gaffer tape is quite literally, apart from my laptop, the second most important thing I carry with me <laughs> everywhere to live a travel freedom lifestyle. <laughs> but enough about Gap. We should get them yeah. to sponsor us. But we are talking about stuff. Yeah. And this is the point. And the reason we want to talk about stuff this week is because this dude, James Wallman, just brought out a book called Stuffocation. And we just heard about this a few days ago on the radio. So we're sort of delving into it and trying to learn about the book and read it and figure out what's going on. Literally, Stuffocation, of course, is a play on words on suffocation. Your stuff is suffocating you. And his theory in his book is that society is actually becoming more depressed because of their obsession with consumerism and with stuff. Yeah, it's not actually making people happier because they go out and they buy that thing that they've been wanting all the time, and then it's like, oh, now I have it. Yeah. What else do I want to buy now? And it doesn't actually make you happy, it just makes you broke. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, what we've done is we've swapped stuff for experiences instead. And sure, you could say, well, oh, once you've had one experience, you're gonna to wanna to have another one as well. It's pretty addictive. Yeah, it's pretty addictive. So how's that any different from just buying more stuff all the time? Well, I think the point is, when you think about experiences, compare that to, say, when you bought a juicer and that gets used like once a year now. Uh, we used to have a juicer, but we, maybe we used it like once a month, tops, just because we really like juice, and eventually it gets put in a dark corner of a shed somewhere and you don't use it at all, and, and you're sitting at home, and are you likely to be going, oh, remember the good old days when we used to make fresh juice? Or will you just have forgotten that juicer is even in your shed? Oh, good old juicy. Yeah, well. I miss him. Ironically, we remember the juicer. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why we're using it as an example. But I think it's pretty clear 
that traveling across Mongolia, for example, is something we did, or we went to Greece and had the best kebab ever. That's a memory we're going to keep forever. The juicer, it's like, oh yeah, we did have a juicer. Don't care anymore. No. Don't have a juicer anymore. It doesn't matter. I go to a cafe and buy a glass of fresh juice. But I still like to have a good conversation with people over that place in Athens. I don't yeah. talk to people about my juicer. Yeah, this is a good point, actually. Now that I've brought up the best kebab ever, I can't good. really just say that and then not tell people it really where good. it was, because that's a bit unfair, isn't it? The glow. And we've had a lot of kebabs, especially traveling through Greece, obviously pretty much the home of the gyros. Well, the sort of kebab we had here was more like a shish kebab, so it's one of those ones you get on a stick. But anyway, let's set the scene. Let's give you a little bit of a picture of this amazing kebab place. <laughs> Back in time, just a few months ago, we were at the TBEX conference in Athens. I'm not sure what country that accent was supposed to be. It sounded like Arabian. It was like, I thought you were going to go into some Aladdin but Arabian script. Welsh. Maybe, yeah. I, there was a little hint of Welsh in there, I reckon. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. But tell me about this place. Like, okay. We walked up to the outside and we're like, okay, this is the place. It was recommended to us by our friend Coach Deb, who was actually on the show a few weeks ago talking to us about marketing. and uh, Episode 2. Episode 2, social media for 2015. Um, and she had said that she'd seen this little place and, you know, do we want to go check it out? And we're like, uh, yes. Yeah, because they had like this old time scale outside. Like, you go and stand yeah. and you weigh yourself. Like the proper old school ones. You don't have to really money it. Yeah, it's like a proper relic. Is awesome, like an antique. Yeah, but it was pretty late at night already. We rocked up there maybe like midnight and we were like, can we still eat? And they're like, yeah, sit down, no worries. Before we'd even sat down, they'd literally already put a couple of shots in our hands. Yeah, the free rakio. Like some or rakio, we don't know what it is. You never know what it is. It's some clear death beverage that's super strong and just burns the back of your eyeballs <laughs> if you're drinking it. We got wine as well. We did get wine That's as well. because you can get a liter of wine in Athens for like six euros or less. <laughs> so like, why wouldn't you just buy wine? That's so well, yeah. cheap in a restaurant, it's great. But anyway, the reason why the kebab was so awesome was it came out and it was like a mixed meat kebab. So it had pork and it had lamb. And beef, beef. but all like ground into the yeah, sort like of kofta yeah. sort of thing that was on a stick. But it was like the juiciest, most succulent meat. And what they did was they'd put all the pita bread under the meat. So when you got to the pita bread, it was just like soaked in awesomeness. Yeah, and even when you just bite into this meat, it just explodes with watery meat flavour. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like... It's like they've put a whole bottle of stock inside the meat, and when you bite into it, all this stock just explodes in your mouth. Yeah. It's just awesome. And we should tell them where it is, really. It's in Flisvos, which is one of the suburbs that's out sort of by the marina. But it's not even on Google Maps. I looked it up today to try and find it. I tried to find the name of it, and the photo we have, everything on the front of the rest is in Greek. Of course, it's in Greece. But, you know, so it's impossible for us as English speakers to figure it out. But what I have done is I've put a GPS link on the show notes, $5planet.com slash 005, and that'll point out exactly where on the Google Maps it is. And just look for this place that's that it's got these sort of small old school windows with some wood paneling, and then inside there's all these colorful bottles all along the walls. There's an upright piano right in the middle of it. So uh, you're not going to get it confused with anything else along that street, I don't think. No, everything else was really like modern and generic. You'll, you'll see this. This is what we love about Greek hospitality. When we'd finished the meal, it was already sort of like 1 a.m., maybe a bit after, and the, the waiter comes out, you know, the kitchen is closing up, and he's got some of his own food for dinner, and he walks past us and we're like, oh, what's that you've got there? What is that? Oh, it's, it's tabule, which is like a Mediterranean sort of mixed thing with herbs and tomatoes and stuff in it. And yeah, he's like, do you want it? 
He just gave us his plate of tabbouleh. Yeah. And it's like, I'll go get some more food. Don't worry about it. You guys want it? Just gave it for, for free. Strolls off back to the kitchen. Yeah. Gets another serving. Which is so cool. We ended up staying there even later because we got that free food. And then we're like, oh, we probably should let them go. You know, we'll, we're the last people here again, as it is with so many places we go to. But we uh, asked them when the last uh, tram was. And they were like, oh, you know, there's one, you know, probably in about 10 minutes. But the last one is until maybe 1.30. You guys should just stay and have some more drinks with us. Yeah. Like, like well, yeah, it's just crazy. They're like, yeah, we've closed up, but why not hang around and have some more drinks? They're the best experiences, those ones. Yeah, you just walk into some random little place. You're probably the only English speaker who's walked in there all day because it's in some suburb. It's not near any tourist area. Yeah. And the guys just treat you like they're your friends and you've just met them. Yeah. And that's the one thing we love about Greece. And we'll be talking about more stuff to do with Athens later on because, of course, that's our feature destination for this episode. But seriously, right, we got completely off topic talking about the wonders of kebab. What we're really talking about today is stuff, and how much stuff do you really need? Seriously, stuff does not make you happier. I think stuff makes you more stressed. Getting rid of stuff has been awesome. All that stuff that you own only means you have to work harder to be able to afford for your stuff not to get repossessed and for you not to lose your house. You're working the whole time just to maintain that level of stuff. Why bother? Our lifestyle is a lot cheaper than that, and we think it's a lot more fun. Don't worry about the repo man. We don't. We don't have to anymore. There's nothing for him to come and repossess if you can even find us. But there was like that story your dad told us the other day about his neighbor who yeah. had his car parked outside and someone came along and slashed all four of his tires. And so he ended up having to get it taken to the shop where they gave him four new tires and someone slashed those tires. Yeah, someone's got some sort of vendetta against him. They've slashed his tires him. twice within like a month. That's a and lot of money. That's loads of money. I mean, the insurance company may pay some of it, but you probably got to pay the excess. So if your car is sitting out on the curb and you're like, oh, my tires have been slashed, that's something you've got to worry about, right? Is my car going to get destroyed? Is it going to get stolen? We don't have to worry about that anymore. The only thing we have to worry about is like our camera and our laptop. Almost anything else that we have is just clothes or toiletries. It's just worth nothing. Yeah. The best thing is, of course, we just keep our stuff insured. So we've got one simple insurance policy that deals with our laptop, cameras, our health insurance, and that's it. That's one thing to worry about. Everything yeah. else, pfft, who cares? I used to work as a travel more. agent, and one of the things you really learn in that industry is that having travel insurance is really important. And so as digital nomads, I don't think we'd go anywhere without world nomads. They just cover us really well being the nomads that we are. Yeah, I think the thing is that obviously we've used other insurance companies before, but these guys, they are specifically designed to understand the needs of world nomads. The guys who run it are actually travel people. They have traveled a lot. Aussies. Yeah. Uh, so this is why we use it. And we have actually sorted out a little promo code from them for you guys. So if you want to get 5% off your World Nomads insurance, just head over to worldnomads.com, nice and simple, and use our code WN5DP. That's WN, not M. So N for Norman, 5DP. Just think World Nomad, $5 planet. Yeah, World Nomad, $5 planet. Just shrink it down. That's it. Yeah, and you'll get 5% off. The, the point, again, that we seem to keep getting off, because that's literally what we do on it's this. It's what I do. Yeah. See, I've done it already. <laughs> You just got off the point of just, getting off the point. I got off the point of getting off the point. This is... <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting off the point of getting oh off the point of getting God. off the point. This is getting even more ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Right. The point is... Possession prison. Possessions are your prison. The more stuff you have, the more you feel enclosed by that stuff. It doesn't make you free. As soon as you get rid of that stuff, you don't have to worry about that stuff anymore. It's much better. You're not tied to that income. You're not having the money sucked from you by needing to look after these things. Instead, you can spend that money on building real memories and experiences that aren't just of your juicer in a shed that you don't use anymore. Oh, juicy. 
But, we then, sold the juicer. It's not in a shed. We sold it to my mum. It is in a shed. Uh, it's in her shed. <laughs> it's in my mum's shed. Of course it is. <laughs> See, they don't use it. They bought it. They don't use it either. <laughs> yeah, if something breaks, we replace it. If clothes wear out, we replace them. We only carry 10 kilos of stuff that we need for work and to make sure that we're not naked all the time. Yeah, we don't want to go into nudism. No, we're not really the nudist sort of guys, but I have heard that nudists feel it's very freeing to be nude. So, you know, perhaps they're onto something. The less stuff you have, the more free you feel. And nudists are apparently the freest feeling people in the world. They're just the extreme of minimalism. <laughs> crazy. Taking it to the next level, those crazy naked bastards. <laughs> Sorry, nudists. Sorry. If, you, if you're listening to this in the raw, then, you know, no offense. We don't mind your lifestyle at all. It's just we're not happening to do it. So, look, if the money keeps going out and your house is slowly filling with crap, it might be time to start actually diverting your money into a savings account rather than spending it on stuff. Because I think the real thing you want to achieve is to extend your runway. And this is a phrase that I heard very recently for the first time. John Lee Dumas, who does Entrepreneur on Fire, he was doing an interview with Screw the 9 to 5, which is another travel podcast. Those guys are pretty cool. He was saying, yeah, extend your runway. I don't know if he was the first one to say it. And if anyone does know, please tweet us at $5Travel and let us know who first said it. But it basically means just if you can reduce your outgoings a lot, then you're giving yourself a lot more time to create your business and build that business so that you never have to go back to a real job. We've mentioned this before, I just think the extend your runway thing is a really cool way of putting it. That's what you guys need to do, extend your runway. Get rid of your stuff, get rid of your rent, go out there and use the tips that we're supplying, do house sitting, go to trustedhousesitters.com and sign up for that so you get free accommodation when you travel. Extend your runway. Yeah, give yourself more of a chance to take off. But make sure you're wearing pants when you take off. Don't do nudist takeoff. It's only bad, like, when you land, I guess. Ooh. But you're not landing. <sighs> Nudist parachutist landing badly. I think they, I think that exists. I yeah, that's on but, YouTube. Oh, I'm putting that in YouTube right now. <laughs> you can add that to Five Dollar Planet as well. Tweet us at Five Dollar Planet. Any of your nude parachuting videos. I don't want to. I don't want to see it. I just want to know if it exists. <laughs> I might be amused to see it. <laughs> anyway, let's get to the point. If you go out there traveling and you get to about six months in and go, ooh, I miss all my stuff. I wish I could just go back to work. Then that's cool. You can. Why yeah, not? Test it out. Road test it. Yeah, it might not be for everyone, but at least yeah. you gave it a shot. It's definitely not for everyone. Some people love those home comforts and couldn't possibly go anywhere without a hairdryer. But no. uh, fortunately, a lot of the places we go to have hairdryers. So Megzi gets to dry her hair with their hairdryers rather than exciting. her own. I get very yeah. excited. All right. So yes, that is it for this topic. Uh, what else did we want to talk about today? Well, today's feature destination is Athens. So maybe we should talk a little bit about Athens. Yeah, we've got Dimitri from Visit Greece coming up a little mm. bit later on. She's going to talk to us about loads of cool Athens stuff to do. Yeah, so as we said, we were recently there with TBEX because they held their travel blogging conference there, which was hosted by Visit Greece. And this is how we ended up meeting Dimitra. We went on a little press trip with her. We did. We did a, then, a trip around Greece, which was awesome. Yeah, and then after Very that, cool. we got to house sit in Athens as well, which was great. I didn't think we'd be able to pick up a house sit through Trusted House Sitters for Athens, but they're actually popping up in the most random destinations these days. It's really cool. Come from that point where maybe a couple of years ago, it was mainly in the US, Australia, the UK. But now we're seeing so many house sits in other countries. That's why we're house sitting in Portugal. I saw one the other day for Fiji. It was like a Ooh. month in Fiji. Yeah, we, those guys got one in Barbados, didn't they? Yep. From another blog whose name I can't remember. Yeah, very cool. So it's lots of really exotic destinations coming up with house sitting now, which is very exciting. So say we're off to our next house sit in Portugal tomorrow. So we're almost there already. And when we were in Greece, we spent 10 days house sitting straight after the TBEX conference. 
and got to look after a couple of really cool cats that had been rescued. I think we talked about them in a previous episode, so yeah. we're not going to talk about them again. So as well as using trustedhousesitters.com, the other main accommodation tip we have was whilst we were in Athens, we were staying with Airbnb. You might have heard of Airbnb because it's sort of getting a bit more popularity online now. It's becoming quite well known. Yeah. But we had a really nice one-bedroom apartment for just $30 a night, which was only one metro stop from the conference center, so it was really central as well. Yeah, and it was in a really cool area of town where they had lots of restaurants around and there was a market on the weekend that you could shop at. We're starting to use Airbnb more because it's really coming in more affordable than staying in a hostel. Yeah, so pretty much whenever we can't get a house sit, because obviously that's the best solution for us because it free. means it's free accommodation, which is great. And it's more convenient than couch surfing where you can't always get a host. Airbnb is like the most affordable option for us and some really cool places. So we're in Airbnb right now. We're yeah. talking to you from an Airbnb yeah. place. We picked it up. This it, we're in Faro. We picked up this place. It's a twin room for ten euros a night. And there's like a kitchen we can use, and there's a cleaner that comes in every day. This is like the cleanest hostel I've ever stayed. Yeah, in. and that's ten euros a night for both of us. So about thirteen US dollars a night for two people. That's I mean like that's unheard of. You can't get a dorm bed for that price normally unless no. you're in Asia or something. So it's really cheap. This is another thing that we have a little promo code for. We've got so many fabulous gifts for you guys yes. today. Gifts Just for you. listening to us. And because, of course, we're on the lookout for promo codes all the time because we That's also money. make money, save money from having promo codes. If you want to save $25 off your first booking with Airbnb, just type in $5planet with the number 5.com slash Airbnb. That's Easy. it. All one word. Just do it. It'll take you straight to Airbnb and it will tell you that Tom or Megzi, whichever one of it, that decides to offer you at the time, has given you $25, 21 euros, something like that, whatever currency you're using. It yeah. doesn't matter what country you're in. It's going to give you a discount off your first booking. That's your which, first night's stay. Yeah, yeah. It could, could be two nights' stay from what we're paying yeah, here. Yeah, if you're in Faro, yeah. Just like that. So, yeah, $5planet.com slash Airbnb. All right, enough of that. Next up with our interview and Athens feature. Uh, straight up, we have to apologize for the quality of the audio in this next bit. This was recorded ages ago, and we had no fucking idea what we were doing. So, please bear with us and enjoy. We're here with Demetra from the Greek Tourism Authority, hashtag visit Greece. And um, she's going to tell us a little bit about why tourists should visit Athens. Hi, well... You should come to Athens because Athens has it all. It combines history with culture and the city is full of little secrets in a way. You have to go out and about and explore it for yourself. Even for me that I've been living here for quite a few years, it's always, you know, a surprise. Especially in times of crisis, as we say, the arts bloom. So I really believe that at this time, this is exactly what's happening in Athens. And of course, you have the food. It's the big thing in Greece anyway. Thousands of options of tavernas that really do the real thing. We Greeks, we tend to eat a lot. (laughs) And we have a saying in Greek, if there is not enough food left on the table after the, the dinner is over, this means that we didn't order enough. Especially people like my parents would say stuff like that all the time. They would be like upset if if a dinner is over and there is nothing on the plate. They would feel like it was not enough. (laughs) I think every meal we've had in Greece, it's been just so much food. And we've always felt the need to try and finish what's left because we feel bad for leaving. But actually, everyone's like, no, leave. Don't have to eat it all. Exactly. That's one of the things we've enjoyed the most about Greece has just been that the really exciting atmosphere in the restaurants and bars. Everyone just seems like they're having a really good time. You know, it's it's lively. 
Yes, yes, it's true. I do love going out in Athens. Uh, for me, it's like, it's very different from going out to another European capital, like you say, London or Paris. It's a different way of going out, if you know what I mean. Let's talk about tips for budget conscious travelers under $5 within our sort of $5 planet theme. Well, um, first of all, you can visit the amazing Museum of the Acropolis. The entrance is five euros. For me, it's one of the best museums in the world. It's a brand new museum. It was founded like five years ago. It's just opposite the, the Parthenon, so you can have the real thing you know, outside the window and at the same time learn all the history of this amazing, amazing archaeological site. Moving around, you know, taking the metro and... Uh, it's not that expensive, which means that you can find yourself in an easy way. You can find yourself, for example, at the Attica Riviera, as we call it, which is the, the, the suburbs by the sea. And there you have the marinas. And it's a whole different city, to be honest. Speaking about things for local people. Now, mm -hmm. I've heard about the coffee culture before. <laughs> I've heard it, it said that Greeks don't need therapy because they have coffee instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the thing, you know. Um, I remember when I was like 18 or 19, I went to Italy and, you know, they, they do have the coffee culture as well. But I was like shocked when I realized that, you know, the coffee culture for them is like an espresso, one sip and then go. I was like, what do you do? Why do you do that? I realized as I, I was growing up that having a coffee in Greece, it's like a ritual in a way. It's a procedure, you know. When we want to, to meet our friends, to, to have some quality time with our friends, we would opt for a coffee, sitting in a nice cafe, sip our frappe <laughs> bit by bit and talk about, you know, everything, what happened uh, and all the problems we may have. And after the coffee, you really feel like you've had some therapy and you're ready to go out and party. If a tourist came and sat down and struck up a conversation with a Greek person in a cafe, that they would be happy to listen to their problems as well, you think? Of course, of yeah, course. It's the, of the yeah, it's part of the process. Everybody is welcome. And, and you know, actually all, all young people in Greece speak English. Most of the older people do as well. So it's very easy to mingle. And so a frappe in Athens, the price right now is... It's like from 2 euros to 3 euros 50. Very affordable. And mm -hmm. I also heard that the restaurants, once you've bought your drink, they won't try and urge you to leave once you've finished drinking. You can sit there for a few hours. Is that of right? Of course. Of yeah. course. Of course. Absolutely. There's no culture like that. I mean, you can really spend as much time as you wish. And usually, uh, in most places, if you have like two or three drinks, then the next one would be on the house, even if they have never seen you before. Later we met up again with Dimitra at a local restaurant right in the heart of Athens. This restaurant is called... Glikis. Glikis. Which means sweet. Sweet. But today we're talking about cheese. Sadanaki is fried cheese with a crust. This place has actually got six different saganaki options. Saganaki is not a type of cheese. Okay. It's a type of cooking the cheese. It's usually caseri mm -hmm. or gravier and they fry it in the pan. Okay, well, I think we're going to have to stop talking and start ordering. And yes, we did order the cheese, but sometimes in life, shit happens. And after installing a new recording app on our iPad, all of the rest of the files from that evening, like 25 minutes of really cool stuff of us at this restaurant, were all corrupted. Uh, yeah, it took us a while to actually get a program. And we were willing to pay for it as well. We could not find a decent program. 
to go on the iPad that you can record and it just kept corrupting and kept screwing us over and we kept losing all of this awesome footage. Voiceage? Voiceage, maybe. Awesome voiceage. I don't know what it is. Of us Sound. eating cheese. And I like cheese. I like remembering cheese. It was a funny night. We told the story of the tripod that, uh, that Deb mentioned in episode two, Deb Cole, when she was on. The story that I was unwilling to give you the facts to, and still won't. Unfortunately, that was the best recording of that story ever, and it's lost, it's so uh, I'm probably not gonna tell it again. One day, maybe. Keep listening to this series, you'll discover why my name is Tripod Tom. Yeah, there you go. So what is the voice recording app we're using now anyway, just in case anyone else wants to record? Oh, Jesus, let me open my iPad and tell you. We are Because we went through about seven or eight different ones before we found one that will actually record the voice at a decent quality, has enough compression not to have lots of distortion in a loud place, and can export to MP3 and send those files direct to Dropbox or email. It's called Awesome Voice Recorder. <laughs> there you go. Awesome Voice Recorder for uh, iTunes. Yeah, so it seems Apple to do stuff. a good job. It's doing all right. It's fine. It might be on Android, but it probably isn't. I think this one's just for iTunes. Still, if you're using an iPhone or an iPad, this is awesome. Anyway, <laughs> this is the episode of Off Topic, because what we wanted to talk about was the cheese that we didn't manage to keep the recording for, which sucks a bit. So, yeah, okay, so this Saganaki cheese, as Demetra was saying, Saganaki is actually the cooking method, not the cheese. The cheese itself is like this yellow cheese that they cut off this massive block, it's like an inch thick, and they fry it, and then they bring it back, and it's just this salty, awesome explosion in your mouth. Yeah, it's like the, the one thing that we have to have. If we are in Greece, we are going straight for the first restaurant that serves Saganaki, and you know what? That's gonna be every restaurant, so you're always in luck in Greece. Yeah, and you can pick up a portion for around five US dollars. Sometimes it's just a little bit over that, depending on the sort of restaurant you're going to. Yeah. So yeah, our five dollar food tip is definitely Saganaki. Obviously you can also get gyros and that sort of thing in Greece easily for like two euros. Mm. It's all over the place, those little kebab shops. Pick yourself up a gyros, which is like a wrap with chicken and vegetables and chips inside, chips as in fries. That's it for food and fun stuff in Athens. All of the links and stuff for that will be on the show notes. The link for that is in the iTunes description or just 5dollarplanet.com slash 005. But right now, we have... Travel homework time! Yeah, that's right. We were talking about changing your lifestyle by getting rid of your stuff and escaping the possession prison. Anything that you haven't used for more than a couple of months or weeks after you bought it, it needs to go on eBay. Because there's no point in just having it sit there. You might as well make some money off it. Stop buying more stuff. You really don't need it. If we can live with 10 kilos of stuff and never really buy anything else apart from replacing what we have, you don't need to buy more stuff. You really don't need it. It's just the consumerist way telling you you need more stuff all the time. Yeah. Like, you rarely do. So put it on eBay, have a garage sale, and everything you make from it, put it into a bank account that you can't touch. I keep yeah. talking about this. You a can't savings. have access to it. A proper savings account. Yeah, and start that's... working towards every little bit counts so you can achieve the money that you need to get travel freedom. Thanks again for joining us on the $5 Planet Travel Podcast. For the complete plan to creating enough online income to travel where you want, whenever you want, also tune in to Money Mondays on the $5 Planet. We chat to the experts who are already living a life of travel freedom, and they'll share the secrets of how they do it and how you can too. So don't miss it. Or join us again next Thursday for more ways to travel the world affordably in style. Remember to tweet your questions and comments to at $5planet with the number 5. Or visit us on 5dollarplanet.com to find all the show notes and links from this episode. I'm Tomo. And I'm Megzi. Catch us again on Mondays and Thursdays on the $5 Planet. Bye for now. Bye-bye. See you later. Catch you next time. Farewell. Did that one last time. You did. Oh. Uh.